Hello, my friends. It's Andy and Andy coming live from Yorba Linda, California. And uh, it is, what, a Monday. Monday, July 18th. Mark this on your calendars. This is the first day of our new year-long devotional. Yeah. And Yay! <laughs> what happened there? What happened, Schnugs? I don't know. And my Facebook isn't working. I can't post it. It just keeps taking me to the. What's What's happening the, right now? I don't know. This keeps taking me to the insights. It won't let me share it. So. Oh, no. Hopefully, everybody's seeing it. Oh, no. That That might be you. That's on right now. Other people, hopefully, come on. And let us know that everything's okay. I wonder why it's doing that. Yeah. So crazy. So anyway. We're in a new devotional. The we, ha we should have a drum roll. I, do, I have a drum roll. Yeah, they heard it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why are you doing scary? That's the train turn off scary. Chinooks. It's a Okay, push the buttons. All right, our new devotional with the is Morning by Morning by Charles Spurgeon. Yes. Uh, and it's updated uh, by a man by the name of... we couldn't pronounce the English of the first version. That was super complicated. Yeah, it was too tough. Hey, and you're going to have to be patient with us. We're having to use a Kindle reader on the computer, and uh, the functionality is just a little bit different, so it may take us a while uh, to get a handle on, on turning the pages. Yeah, we were really excited to be able to have people follow along on a website, but unfortunately, they're using universal standard time. So by the time we go on, it's turned to the next day and we can't figure out how to make it go back another day. Yep. So. But the title is Morning by Morning. Uh oh, I don't want to move that. Uh, by Jim. <laughs> we, I <laughs> you think we weren't prepared. I just, we took it, I just took it off the screen. I'm sorry. Uh, we'll, we'll give you more. Actually, the link is in the uh, description. So if you want to, if you want to follow through, uh, follow through. If you want to follow along, you can go to the website. Like Hedia said, by the time we come on in the evening, uh, it's already changed to the next time because it's using a European time code or time uh, thing. But you, uh, you put his website, Jim Reinemann. Yep. Okay. It's in the description. Um, so um, we're going to read the first ones. It's exciting. It's exciting. <laughs> We've had a weird day. Um, we had our devotion, or not our devotional, our worship at our home yesterday. Just and awesome. uh, it was great. And it went on until I think it, the last person left like, Ten. like this morning at six <laughs> o'clock. Um, and then I had a little bit of a thing. And so I ended up in the hospital all day long and a whole bunch of other stuff. So excuse us as we are. And we're starting a new devotional. So this is going to be fun for uh, everyone watching to watch us kind of stumble through this. Um, but uh, it's for July 18th. Again, it's called Morning by Morning by Charles Spurgeon. The reference at the top is Numbers 231 that says, The men assigned to the camp of Dan set out last under their standards. What I found this unusual is that I've never heard of the camp of Dan. I thought this was something Charles Spurgeon made up. <laughs> Hence the graphic <laughs> with a small tent. <laughs> As if there's one lone yes. Israelite out there in the wilderness this, by himself. So when I was setting up the thumbnail, all I saw was that the title was Camp of Dan. And so it sounds like singular person in a pup tent in his camp. 
Yeah. And so hence the thumbnail with a single tent. I did not know it was 160,000 men. <laughs> Ish. <laughs> Ish or more, give or take a, a, a few thousand. All right. So that's a reference. Uh, oops. Uh, Charles uh, Spurgeon says, when the armies of Israel were on the march, the camp of Dan brought up the rear. Although their placement was the furthest back in the ranks, it made no difference for they were just as much a part of Israel as were the tribes up front. They followed the same pillars of cloud and fire, ate the same manna, drank from the same spiritual rock, and journeyed to the same inheritance. Thus my heart, cheer up. Though I may be the last and least, I am privileged to be in God's army. Amen. And I and am, and am as nourished as those who led the troop after all. Left, left the troop. I don't know why I did that again. Period. <laughs> After all, someone must be last in honor and esteem. Someone must be menial, must do menial work for Jesus. Why shouldn't I? Whether I serve in a poor country village among the uneducated lower class or in a back street of the city among the vilest sinners, I will work on setting out last under my standards. The tribe of Dan actually occupied a very useful place. Stragglers from other tribes had to be helped along and lost possessions had to be gathered from the field. Those with fiery spirits may rush headlong over unexplored paths to learn more truth and win more souls for Jesus, while those with a more reserved spirit will still be well employed. Rem reminding the church of her ancient doctrines and renewing those whose faith was has faltered. Every position has its duties. And even the slower moving children of God will <laughs> discover their unique role is, is one that will be profound blessing to the entire multitude. The rear guard is a place of danger where there are enemies behind as well uh, behind us as well as ahead of us. And attacks may come from any direction. For example, Amalek attacked Israel and smote the hindmost, killing some of them. I think that means attacked by behind. Yes. The most experienced Christian can, <laughs> can always find many ways to employ his weapons in helping the poor, doubting, depressed, and wavering souls who are hindmost in their faith. I think that means that they're behind in their faith. <laughs> no. <laughs> it reminds me of the goofy expression we came up with today. Well, I'm going to talk about that okay. a little bit. Knowledge and joy. They must not be left unaided. Thus, it becomes the role of some of the more nature saints to carry the banners of the rear guard. My soul, are you tenderly watching to help those who find themselves stationed at the rear today? Idea? Are you? Yes. <laughs> wow, that's a different way of reading. So sorry, my friends, that uh, they got a little messed up there. So before we go to the scripture, mm -hmm. I wanted um, to mention one thing about the uh, <laughs> uh, the poor countries' villages. So when we were at Fr Friends Church um, last Saturday, they were honoring a missionary couple that the church supports. And the, this couple had been had two little boys, which so they were obviously like born there or something because they neither of them looked older than thirteen years old, no. and they had spent the last. 13 years folks not one year not two years 13 years in where cambodia wow. 
And I, I mean, I didn't hear anything after they just came back from 13 years ago. I was just, I was just dumbfounded that, wow, how much you love Jesus and how much you love saving souls that you would spend 13 years in Cambodia. Like what kind of energy that requires, what kind of spirit that requires. And this is talking about being the rear guard and the importance of, and I like that mature, slower moving saints, uh, but just that, that the importance of everybody's role in the kingdom and having respect and honor for, for everybody in the kingdom and whatever job it is that they may perform, because some of them are just extraordinary. That's funny you bring them up because I was thinking how um, we thought and still think that, you know, us opening up our house and, and preparing meals and setting up our house, you know, I had to move furniture around that kind of stuff. That that, that was a little bit of a sacrifice. It's an embarrassing <laughs> comparison. <laughs> right? It's an embarrassing comparison. I struggle with thinking about going for four days to Mexico on a mission trip for those 13 years. It just blew me away. I was like, I, I am the worst Christian ever if I compare myself to those people. Yeah, moved all those chairs and sat down in a chair and go, whew. I'm exhausted. Man, I just, I just. Cook a couple pounds of chicken. Yeah, I just picked up the rear guard. I'm like the camp of Dan. <laughs> oh, <yeah. I> mean... <laughs> okay. Okay, Tiger. And then I'm, I just sat down and you said, just can you move these these 25 cups into their into their place? And the really okay i guess i can can you give me a second i gotta catch my breath <laughs> then you collapse at the end of it you lay down on a whole stack of chairs put a big pillow on no, that, was, that was because of an injury that, that was the devil that was satan took my leg out yeah he, he, he did he it was crazy my side it was crazy is that something else i mean it was Anyway, we'll get we'll get to that in just one moment. But I do I love this. Um, I, I'm glad that we started this way because it is one that I think is important um, for us new Christians, in a sense, to know and and to hear again something that I was kind of preaching last night. Preaching, <laughs> so funny. I wasn't preaching. I just happened to have a message. But um, that you know, when you put on this uniform of Christian, the armor of God. You, you you have to be prepared to do make yourself a bullseye too right I, yeah. I, I made that I made the comparison that as a police officer you go through the academy you put the uniform on and now you're gonna get calls that you're gonna have to go <laughs> run towards the people that are trying to kill you right or, or kill, or kill somebody people. somebody else yeah and you are gonna have to chase bad guys at 100 something miles an hour on the road you're, I mean there's you're gonna wrestle somebody that's bleeding um and it's once you put CPR that on, to... right once you put that armor on of Christ, that if it's having home church and vacuuming before people came, that kind of work that needs to be done, then, you know, we got to do that. If it's even something else, you know, if, if he really needs, if uh, if we were to go to church and Jack would say, you know what, we're shorthand people. I, we need some people to uh, sweep the stage. Yeah, I'll do it. Give me the, where's the room? Absolutely. You know, oh, oh, there's some toilets that are plugged up in the in the children's ministry. You're really good at that. Yeah, and I, I go <laughs> hold it right there. Schnugs, I got you. I got oh you. God, you stay right there. I'm not good at those <laughs> plugged up toilets. Even though we had one of those last night, you didn't know. I did. I, That's what I came in and asked you about. Oh, yes, did you? Yes. 
I knew something was going on. I go, is everything okay? Do I, do I need to go get? <laughs> I was I like, to... nope, I solved it. Wow. Yeah. Look at you living with the scripture here. I'm trying. Wow. That is really something else. Hey, Kate, nice to see you. What'd she say? Hi, guys. Got any sunshine you want to share? It's freezing here in Canberra. Oh, really? sorry. It yeah, because they're opposite seasons. Yeah, but does it really get cold there? Yes. Or, or, or is she like us here in California? Where it's, or, or it's 65. It's 65. We're going, oh my gosh, it's so cold. <laughs> and people in Minnesota are going, all right, let us know when it gets 15 below. Right. And, uh, and then complain about the cold. Well, wow. oh, Kyle in the CV is back. Yeah, what's Kyle had to say? Hello, it's me again. You're pretty much the only religious people that don't suck <laughs> for anyone with different beliefs. Oh, I'm so glad, Kyle. We got yeah. a very cool passage of scripture that we're going to read too about yeah. how important everybody is in, in the body of Christ. And I hope you heard the devotional because it was really a very important message. Whether you're in the back, in the back, whether you're slow, whether you're in the front, it really doesn't matter. It is um, everybody's, everybody matters. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, I mean, this really is cool, though. I, I, I've never heard the story of um, the, <laughs> the Camp, Camp of Dan, Dan which is well, 170,000 people. He related the story of numbers. So the story of numbers is all a, a count. It's a census of all the tribes, right? And God puts them into an official formation that um based on my understanding they hadn't they didn't that didn't exist before before numbers so he orders this formation on how they're going to move uh so it has nothing to do with what spurgeon tied it to but it's just this wonderful analogy but i do like and i've referenced this before when we talk about a swat team that goes to enter a building you still just because you're going forward into a building you still need somebody which is called the rear guard just in case the bad guy circles around and comes smites your moat smites yes <laughs> wow look at you me and my daughter are having this fun uh, thing where we're trying to avoid bad words and so we're coming up with all these cute express we're reviving there's actually an expression for it, bringing back old seven sayings of the 70s so we today was gosh uh was golly darn something or <laughs> G Willikers. G Willikers. It was G Willikers. And she's having so much fun. She's like, G Willikers. Like, yes, G Willikers. That's so much better. Isn't I love it? that. Yeah, we're having fun. She's pull it, she pulls it up on her phone and we learn new ones every day. <laughs> yeah. Fun uh, game to play with your um, potty mouth kids, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Try to turn that around. Kate says it's uh, minus three Celsius. Wow. That's... Hey, Siri. How many degrees is three Celsius? Oh, minus three. That's freezing. I'm going to get to the scripture. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Not... Okay. So the She's scripture that he refers to, the first one was 231, which is the numbers of the camp of Dan. So all who were numbered of the forces with Dan, 157,600, they shall break camp last with their standards. And then Deuteronomy 25. So what that means, I'm just so, yes. I just, I want to be reminded because. By their standards, or with, with their, their standards, standards, meaning that that they're lesser than that they would be looked at as. No, actually, the opposite. Oh, is the standards the banners? That, that's yeah. what I said. Oh, with their banners, meaning with their you know oh. with their markings of the of the family. Okay, their signian signia. All right, the standard is the whole thing. Actually, it's the pole and the flag. Is there the you standard. go. Yeah, very cool. And the scripture, Romans 12, 4, 
is reminding us of all the the importance of all the parts of the body. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ, we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. And 1 Corinthians 12, 18, but in fact, God has placed the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. If they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head can't say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And the parts that we think are less honorable, we treat with special honor. And the parts that are unpresentable are treated with special modesty, while our presentable parts need no special treatment. But God has put the body together, giving great honor to the parts that lacked it, so that there should be no division in the body, but that its parts should have equal concern for each other. It reminds me of something one of our guests said, and I'm not going to, I'm going to leave the person nameless, but uh, she was talking about her uh, experience with Christ. And she said that Jesus has been walking with me since I was a small child. And she just briefly explained that throughout traumatic experiences in her life, um, Jesus was present with her. And so it just, it really, it really touched my heart because you see that even though she was going through something, which I believe to be quite difficult and traumatic, um, the Lord was holding her hand to try to walk her through it, you know? Um, And so sometimes it just reminds me of this line in here where it says, um, and the parts that are, while our presented parts, uh, but God has put the body together, giving great honor to the parts that lacked it so that there should be no division but that each part, each part should have equal concern. So not just each part of the each body, individual body, but us being one body as the church, mm-hmm. giving special honor to the people who need it. It's profound. And it has to start with the, with the top, with the if we're talking about a church, uh, the lead pastor has to set that example yes. and not be like we see some of these um, celebrity pastors, right? Some of them probably riding in in a limousine with bodyguards, and then they rush him into the green room. You know, unlike Jack, who just he's he gets out and starts walking him amongst the people yes. afterwards, and has never you know you, ne- you never get the feeling he's pretentious or has any anything of the sort. He doesn't put himself above anybody else, and he's actually said that a few times. Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy 25, 18, how he met you on the way and attacked your rear ranks, all the stragglers at your rear when you were tired and weary and he did not fear God. Yep. That's like attacking the the hospitals in a war zone or the mass units. You know, that's that's bogus. You're not supposed to do that. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, oh, I left the three Celsius up there. Wayne says 26 degrees. Ah, good. We missed you, Wayne. Wayne sent me a message yesterday that said he wasn't able to make it. Oh, sorry we missed you. Yeah. Uh, Kyle saying, assuming you folks are Christian. Yes, Kyle. Didn't we have this conversation? I think we had this conversation about being Christians. <laughs> Praise God. We all belong together. Okay, you do this. Buttons. 
it's winter uh, for the Aussies. Yes. And Kyle says. How will Christianity deal with the new discoveries with the James Webb telescope? If life far beyond our travel capabilities are discovered, how is it reconciled? I, you know, great question, Kyle. I do not believe that we, that we say there is no life on other planets. In fact, what um, our pastor at Calvary Chapel Chino Hills has said is that, okay, so first of all, there's all these other creatures and spirits in the, in the air and in the, other, in the atmosphere, which we have um, very little knowledge about. But the, like the Nephilim in particular, which were a cross between humans and angels, the fallen angels, uh, were cast out to the sea, it could be them that is reproduced in our coming from outer space, that it's not necessarily another, another human. It could be another creature, right. another one of God's creation. It'll be interesting. There's lots of things that uh, we just will not know until we know until we're dead <laughs> or until they manifest our human, our, our earthly bodies are dead or they manifest and we see them and we go, Oh man, that's what that was all about. Or what, you know, you know, prophecy is, is, uh, becomes present, you know, in our yeah. life, but, but some, something. So it's interesting. I, I, I'm very much into space and I've thought about space a lot and uh, subscribe to uh, different you know magazines that, that talk about it, uh, because I'm fascinated, but it, this, what we've seen so far is in the pictures, from the James Webb telescope um, just tells me how great and amazing God is even more so than I thought. So James Webb has a new advanced telescope that is better than the Hubble. Yes. It's showing things like 300 million years, wow. light years away. And the, the light is actually being bent by the, the blackness. Wow. Yeah. I don't know all the details. I haven't looked completely into it, but that's what I've heard so far, but it's, it's first time seeing, you know, stars and planets and things like that that we've never seen before. Nice. Other solar systems. So it is amazing. Um, and Kate says, I had a full day testimony. I had a full day with my son, Luke, Alyssa, and my four grandchildren. We went out to the chocolate farm. They wore masks and I chose faith and made them remove them. This is a God thing. Whoa. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait a minute. Kate, have you, haven't you? Haven't she, you not seen any of your sons? And she's not been out. And you have not been out? Yeah. <laughs> so please uh, uh, expound, uh, elaborate. Yeah. Uh, but that's awesome. That's that awesome. Great. Oh, my gosh. That is so good. Um, so last night, uh, like we said, we had, a, we had our worship night that we had talked about on the show and sent out to Facebook and that kind of stuff. Um, weren't quite sure how many people would show up, but we got a full house yes. of, of people. And um, they're from every walk of our life. Yes. Uh, which is crazy. When, you, when we had them all there and go, wow, that, this couple is from your Belinda Friends Church. This, couple, this, this man right here with his wife is from Men With No Regrets. These two men over here are from my men's Bible study. And your women were from Afghanistan. My first <laughs> church. My, uh, I met him at a conference. Uh, Mariama's home church. I yep. mean, from everywhere. And then we found out things about people that, that somehow were kind of like intersecting my life. Like Jan French, she had uh, been a part of uh, Friends Church Schools, Friends Schools, Friends Church Schools. Yeah. I'm not sure how you put it. Um, and didn't, I didn't even know that. I mean, she's mentioned some things about being involved in, in, in the ministry uh, with uh, Friends Church and that kind of stuff. And 
it just dawned on me last night that that's that's what she meant that she was a part of the school for so many years yeah and time. marty and i if i'm not mistaken marty and cindy recognized her from then because yeah. i guess their kids had gone there right yeah i it was super interesting because people from uh, I guess it's also they're mostly from this area or grew up in this area and everybody had some connectivity to somebody else in the room. Like we had a couple of Puerto Ricans there, which is not very common and a Puerto Rican Jews too. Yeah. They were both Puerto Rican Jews. So uh, that was awesome. And we learned some new things about people that we yes. didn't know. And even though we've known them for a while, they mentioned a little bit more of their testimony and where they came from. Yes. And it was so amazing. Shocking. 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 <laughs> but shocking in a good way because God is so good. Yes. You know, we think our stories are interesting, but people have these very yes. profound stories. So cool. And Jan says, Last night was truly amazing. I'm so glad you thought so, Jan. Thank yeah. you for hosting in your home. I was blessed to be able to attend. Yeah. We were blessed to have you. Thank you. Great seeing you. Kate says, I've not seen any of my family for two years because of the big lie, COVID. My doc said to stay away from people and family because of my compromised immune system. Right on. Oh, my God, Kate. We have been praying for you like crazy. Yes. It was so uh, – I'm just so happy that you saw family members. That is just fantastic. So glad to hear that. That's awesome. Um, I think this profound thing that occurred – that occurred to me that happened – last night to me is it just to lay the foundation about a week and a half ago almost two weeks ago i injured my leg uh while on a on a trip and it hurt pretty bad when i did it and the pain had been kind of just steady it hurt when i walked and i felt like a pulled muscle in my calf um near my shin and my calf somewhere in there and um you know some days it would be worse and other days it wouldn't be as bad and i was uh giving my my talk or my message that I had thought about giving to the group once they arrived. Uh, Hedy gave a beautiful message. I thought it was, that was, that was awesome. Oh, I loved your words you. about bringing us in together. And, um, and it was based on the scripture that we read tonight about the bodies of the, of the church joining together and all being important. And then I came on and talked a little bit about the, you know, just dying to self and, you know, love for the church. And if you love the church, like Jesus loved the church, uh, and he wants us to love our wives like Jesus loved the church, then you have to love the church first. <laughs> yeah, otherwise, yeah. I love the way you said you're like, otherwise you're like, I could do that. And I don't really <laughs> care about the church. I don't really care about her either. So that's cool. Everything's cool. Pathetic. I don't know. Just God just told me this oh, little great. thing to say. So, um, but as I was about halfway through the, this, my left leg, which, which has the injury, it started to, just like felt like somebody was sticking a hot dagger in my leg and I was reading, which I've never done before. So I'm in a little bit uncomfortable situation already. Uh, like I said, last night, if I was talking about dogs or police work, I would have been totally fine, but I'm, I'm reading from the Bible, uh, which I've never done in front of people before. And I'm trying to share a little bit of my testimony and not get messed up. And at the same time, this hot dagger <laughs> is in my left leg and I'm in my house and I'm trying to pretend that it doesn't hurt and I stuck with it and I, it was so distracting and I hope the, I don't know if the message came out. The way oh, it was fantastic. To. No, <laughs> you couldn't but, tell. I couldn't even tell because then I see him like passed out on a, on a series of chairs. I was like, what in the world are you doing? Oh what gosh. happened to you? <laughs> He's like, my leg hurts. And I'm like, yeah, but your legs been hurting for weeks. No, not like it did. Like, yeah. It he, was well, he ripped fire. 
he ripped it last I, night. I Whatever happened, my, it's, it's ripped now. I believe Satan tore my calf muscle because it felt, you know, if you were to picture the devil with a red tail, I felt like he stuck that red tail in my leg. And he can. That's how, that's how I felt. He but I, I hobbled to a chair. Actually, at first I hobbled upstairs and took these narcotics that I have. I took those legal prescription narcotics, um, hoping that that would help. And then it just, it wasn't helping. And finally, I, I had to be carried by two men to a couch, which was a little bit of, there was a little bit of like, a little bit of church going on there. Yeah, for sure. And then Mariama prayed over my leg, which was purple at the time. My foot had turned yeah. completely purple. She changed it from purple to white. And she prayed over it and the purple went away. I wish the pain had gone away, but the pain didn't go away. But um, anyway, went to the hospital today and uh, they said it's a torn uh, calf muscle. And, uh, but that was so crazy how that happened. It had not, it had, it had been sore, right? And, and if I kick something, it was painful, but then it would go away. But last night was just completely different. It was completely different. As I was giving this message of love to a group of people, the sharpness of the, of the pain just became excruciating, excruciating pain. I can't even tell you. It was crazy. Uh, Jen said, I could not tell you. <laughs> yeah, you. Until I was on the couch. <laughs> yeah, you, you really masked that well. Uh, all right, let's get to a serious question here. And it's from Kyle. Go ahead. How do you deal with those that believe emphatically in other gods? How does one prove mine is real and yours is not? We discussed this a little bit before, yeah. but it is, it's not our job to prove anything. Uh, I think God wishes that none should perish. And so uh, we believe as Christians that we are, and God commands us to share the gospel. It's not our job to save anybody. God says the saving. We just do the sharing. And so out of our love for people around us, we want them to come to saving faith. But if they don't, first of all, that's up to God. That's an election from before the beginning of time. And that's up to the individual to choose not to believe. And so uh, we have a tremendous amount of respect for where people are in their walk in life. And um, that doesn't stop us from believing what we believe to be true and sharing what we believe to be true. But there's no compulsion. And there's no hatred and there's no enmity and there's no, there's no even dislike for somebody believing what they want to believe. I think that's the best part of your message to people that want to know how is it that we talk to uh, uh, folks that we come across that are in Islam. And uh, you know of other people that have done what I think Kyle thinks or has maybe experienced from other people. And that is to put down you and your God. Right. Whatever it is your, your, um, praising and have faith in uh but you have the the opposite uh, philosophy yeah it's not i mean it's uh are there other walks of life doomed or okay so like for example i've seen many um it, as andy's explaining muslims and christians argue about faith and really go after each other and they've come after muslims will come after me like you know allah's gonna punish you and and i I respect where they're coming from because that's truly what they believe. They think they're trying to save me. I think I'm trying to save them, but at the end, it's not up to me or them. It's up to God. So I think it's just really important to respect where people are at. It doesn't mean you stop witnessing. It doesn't mean you stop sharing and they're not going to stop sharing, but um, it's ultimately not my choice. 
hope you don't mind. Uh, but if I if I take this to police work again, which again I tell people all the time, this is what I know, so that's what I have to go do sometimes. That uh, I think the success that I had in arresting people that without having to combat them is to treat them with respect. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, mean, sure. It's like friends now that are Christians that we know that used to be, you know, felons and that kind of stuff. Like, I, I don't hold that against them either. That we are all now part of the body of Christ. Um, and so if we are going to show somebody who's not in our faith or, you know, have, you know, they believe in another God, we have to have that same sense of respect if right. we are going to make any difference in their life at all. Absolutely. At, at least if they're going to remain in whatever faith they're in, at least they'll go and say, you know what? Kind of like what people would say about me as a cop. They say, you know what? He is what he is, but he's, he's actually a pretty decent person. And if you want to talk to somebody from that faith or that police officer, he's the guy that you need to go talk to. Uh, and same with your, your thing. If, if a Muslim, you know, isn't trying to convert you, <laughs> that they would come, they'd be more likely to come to you because they know that even if they have just a question, they want to get an answer for that they could get that from you and not I hope get, so and not get punched in the face. Hold that their God is a child molester, <laughs> which would be bad. Um, uh, Kate, Kate's reminding us of what Jack said. I well, I don't know if it was this past Sunday, but I don't know if I heard it on a podcast or it was this past Sunday, but he's saying he loves defending Jesus because he tells people all the time, let's go challenge me. You bring your God to the table and oh, I'll bring mine. Yeah, this one here. Um, no, but I can't remember which message oh. it is from Jack. Yeah. And it's really, it's really um, endearing the way he describes it because it's true. The other face, one of which was Islam that I spent many, many years in, um, they don't offer you salvation. They do offer you mercy. They do offer you compassion, but it's not salvation. As Kate says, nobody gave their blood. Nobody claimed to be God incarnate. And so um, people believe what they don't believe. Yep. Hello, Priscilla. Hi, great. Priscilla. It was great. You were you were late to the party last night. It was great seeing you yesterday. Yes. And um, I think she drove the farthest out of anybody. Amen. <laughs> so, Thank you. We are so grateful that you came. Yes. It was so nice having you there. It was awesome. I told a little bit of the story about last night, but it, it might have been before you came on. So um, should I tell the whole story all over again? No. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kate says, or did you already? Uh, yes, okay. I already mentioned yep. that. And Kyle? <laughs> Once again, you two are the most logical believers I've ever come across. Have a great night. You too. I'm headed for bed. Uh, you God, too, Kyle. God bless, Kyle. All right, my love. Um, I got to take some more drugs. Can you stop saying that on camera? <laughs> <laughs> or before you know it, we're going to have our friends doing an intervention. <laughs> Come on, Advil is not a, I mean, come on, Advil and Tylenol is what I'm going to be on. Okay. Oh, not my, not my narco. Not the narco? No. Okay. Priscilla says. Great to see you guys yesterday. It was a great time. Thank you. Yeah, awesome. I am feeling better than I did last night. Yes. yes. I went to the emergency room. Uh, All day. It was a whole day escapade. Six hours. A little bit over six hours. Maybe seven hours. Yes. At the emergency room. Gave me an IV and did some tests and took a lot of blood. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know why they took so much blood. I go, it's my leg. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, uh, hemeliac. Well, they did the, I just made that up. It's not good. Oh. Uh, <laughs> what's a hemeliac? 
A hemophiliac, maybe? You <laughs> no, I was trying to think of, I was this once, it's where you, your blood, you lack something, red blood cells, maybe? Amnuriac? No, what's the other one? Become... Hemophiliac. Anemic. Anemic. Yes, anemic. That's what I was looking for. Ah, so Priscilla, I'm a little bit loopy, but <laughs> I have a torn calf muscle. Uh, it, uh, it probably, the injury that I got a week and a half ago was a tear. Exacerbated. And then it got worse. Somehow the devil came into the room when I was talking about love and he, he hit me with his tail and, and tore my calf the rest of the way, hoping that I wouldn't finish. But I fought through it. Darn it. That he was not going to get me. Thank you for asking, Priscilla. But uh, feeling much better. Uh, anything else, my love? Uh, just the Edify Podcast Network. It's a member. It's the new podcast network from the Christian Post. We'd love it if you <laughs> you'd subscribe and, uh, to our podcast. Download the app. It's edifi.app. Edify.app. Yes, awesome. Sylvia Wright says, "Praying for your leg. The Lord is with you. Love the fellowship last night." Thank you, Sylvia. It was so, so nice to meet you in person uh, and to meet you and your husband and hear your story, your mm. testimony. It was, yeah, it was fantastic. Great having, yeah. Yeah. We, I think we even in the, the sense that we were trying to bring people together for God, I think we found some new friends that we didn't yeah. even know live near us and around. They live right, right down the street. That is so awesome. Yeah. They're great I love people. It. it was awesome. I think I've only ever maybe. Where do you guys go to church? Did they say? Oh, I don't know. Do they go Double to friends? Friend. Well, the, the men's Bible study that I'm in is a your blood of friends yeah, but, gathering. But you go there and then we don't always go to friends. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Just wondering, Sylvia, if you guys go to friends or you go somewhere else. They probably go on Sunday. All right. Anything else, my love? I think that's it. Or you want to wait for Sylvia's answer? Let's see. We'll give Sylvia. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. But I loved it when Sylvia spoke. This is the first time uh, Sylvia and I had met long ago when my son was in Boy Scouts. Oh, I, I'm thinking, or maybe at another an event. Maybe it was a something BBS or something. I don't remember. Oh no, I know what it was. It was the the Christmas fair at your Belinda friends. It was just in passing. Oh, I saw Jim and they, they, her husband, and then oh, they, okay. we got introduced. Like why is we were walking by? Um, but man, when she started talking, you felt God in her. Yes, it's, a, it's a, another one of those people. Many everybody that was there, you could see you know god in their spirit in their spirit in their face but uh sylvia started started talking and wow she's full of full of just goodness and love it was amazing all right i know i wonder what she was gonna write there where this says don't <laughs> don't let the bed bugs bite <laughs> don't take any more narcotics <laughs> right priscilla says it was a great night of fellowship. I hope you will do it again. Yes, we have committed to once a month. For the next date, stay tuned. Oh, Calvary, Calvary Chapel, Chapel Anaheim, Anaheim, not, not East. East Anaheim. So not the cop dude. Oh, we like we kind of like East Anaheim. Yeah, he was kind of cool. So now we got to try out Calvary Chapel Anaheim. Yeah, I don't even know anything about Calvary Chapel Anaheim. I told you they weren't friends, George. <laughs> I knew it. Well, a bunch of us kind of left. Yeah, we got a little upset at what was going on there. That's awesome. All right. Keep keep the comments coming, even though we're off. If you're watching the replay, continue to comment. That's how the uh, broadcast gets pushed out so other people will see it. So keep the comments coming and uh, let us know what you think about the scripture and about our choice of devotional. It's not too late for uh, too late for us to change. Uh, it's going to take us. Um, it's going to take me, not Hedia, uh, a little time to get used to reading the way that this guy writes now, too, um, because it's completely different. 
other Sylvia. Oh, the other Sylvia. Oh my gosh, I'm running out of all this. There were more than one Sylvia there. There was a couple. Oh, of them. right. Okay. <laughs> we can't see the picture. Yeah. Oh, she, you are the other, other Sylvia. Sylvia. Come on, bro. Okay. This is uh, Mimi's cousin. Yes. All right. So forget everything we said. <laughs> that still stands that that Sylvia is that same person, but still. Mimi's, yeah, Mimi's yes. cousin. <laughs> All right. We got to get off before we get called out again on something else. What's the new devotional? The new devotional is Morning by Morning by Charles Sturgeon. Spurgeon. <laughs> Sturgeon is a fish, Snugs. <laughs> Spurgeon. <laughs> It's Jim Reinman's version. And so jimreinman.com has the daily devotional up and it happens to be Charles Spurgeon's devotional that he puts up, but because they're on a different time zone, uh, it, it rolls over before we go on. So we don't read off of the link. We're reading off of a Kindle yeah, the version, link. but you could see it online. Yep. Just click, uh, just go in the description, click on it. Yes. You'll go right there. All right, now I'm getting off before I make another mistake. All right, my friends, we love you. God bless. God bless. Take Good care. night. Bye -bye.